Hello everyone and welcome to the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name is Stu, I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Asumi, I'm a Japanese-British-born girl living in Hong Kong. Hey Asumi, how's it going? I'm actually in Hong Kong now as well this week. Yeah. I've uh, finally come back, back after a lovely trip in Australia, then having a stint in Phuket. And uh, sorry guys, that episode 29 was so late. It was just because I had really crap Wi-Fi and uh, I just took my sweet time editing it because it was, yeah, I was having fun with my friends. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, and it was really cool that we were being held accountable by our followers. Um, we even had one follower, Justin, um, asking if we were okay and if anything had happened to us because they hadn't seen the podcast episode uploaded. It's cool. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, thanks, guys, and sorry about the delay. This one's going to be a tiny bit delayed as well, but from 31, we'll be back on track. So uh, hopefully out a couple of days after um, the episode airs. Yay! Okay, so 30th episode. Uh, that's a pretty big milestone, I think. Uh, happy birthday to us yeah. and Terrace House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, as Musumi says, this is the 30th episode and we've got a special guest. So we're going to be speaking to Vinay Murthy, who is a comedian here in Tokyo and he does a lot of the promoting and um, organises a lot of uh, shows with the English language comedy scene here in Tokyo. So not only has he seen Kai perform a few times now, he's met him. So we had a little chat with him yesterday, which dedication to the show, one of us took the time out from a uh, house party that they were at to go and hide in the bathroom to record part of that interview. So yeah, you can try and work out which one of us it, it, it was, but that'll be um, later on in the show when we talk about Kai's part. So uh, we're going to be chatting to Vinay then. I'll reveal who it was on the Instagram. <laughs> I think I think everyone can guess, but uh, yeah, feel free to uh, make a wager on that one. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. So let's dive into the show. So first off, we have uh, Topaz and Emeka's date, which seems to go pretty well, right? They uh, they seem to be the the constant, the safe uh, sort of plain sailing part of the storyline, where there's quite a lot of chaos going on in other bits, right? Oh yeah, it was great. I really like their vibe. I'm really happy that Topaz won it back. Because I think there was a point when Emeka, thank goodness we're now starting to say Emeka, because we got called out for saying Emiko for ages. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's our little nickname, Emiko and Top Gun. But, yeah, so Emeka uh, um, said that she wasn't sure that there was going to be a vibe, right? And then that one day, he was so smooth that then she was just like, yeah, I could totally see myself dating him. Yeah. Is it too early to say that something's going to happen? Is it? Or do you think there still could be trouble ahead? Normally, I would say, oh, there's a vibe. But given that every time in Terrace House, pretty much, there's been this kind of, oh, something's going to happen. And then it's, nah, I, I'm 50-50. Yeah, I'd agree. So one thing they had within the show, which is definitely something they're really eager to push or sort of just even suggest, is the... Um, Topaz has got a drinking problem or you know there's something the the lingering that they had when he was taking a drink if you looked at the amount of beer that had gone from both their glasses it was the same amount Emeka had maybe taken a few milliliters less but they really lingered on him taking a drink I'm sure as soon as Emeka says even the slightest reference to him drinking or even asking the question around it that's that'll be the sort of um issue that they'll try and raise to make it in terms of like oh here's the sort of 
uh, here's, the, here's the problem with them two going out. So we'll see if that happens, but I'm sure they're really, really eager to, to build something out of that. Yeah, and um, they watched that Beatles film, which uh, is meant to be pretty good yesteryear. Mm. But I am surprised he cried. I mean, it must be that emotional because he cried and it was the second time he's watched it. I mean, I have cried the second time in films. Like when I watched A Star Is Born, the first time, the second time, I cried in equal amounts. Yeah. And we, but it must be a really good film. Yeah, and we're fully behind anyone crying in public. So we, we co-sign that. I want to say one thing, yeah. which, so I don't know if it was sarcasm, but when Topaz and Emiko were in the cinema and they both said, wow, so lucky we got these really great seats. It dawned on me that I thought, no, the whole cinema is empty. <laughs> They're doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing that they do in the restaurants where it's just empty, right? Yeah. There were, there were, no, there were no other people in, in the cinema, right? There were some people, but I'm sure they just cast them, you know, just chuck them in. No, they were. There was no. Come on, did you see anyone there was, in those rows? I think so, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, no, I don't know. I didn't. Public. Either way, it was so empty to the point that that comment was just so odd. It was like, oh, so lucky that we got these really good seats. I'd love it if they were just trying to work out ways they can just like really subtly troll the producers and hope stuff gets in. Um, there must be occasions when they accidentally like. I mean, we we know for sure they they probably have to redo bits and pieces. So. Um, you know, there must be a times when they try and just sneak something in that's uh, as a joke and just see if it actually makes it into the show. Mm. He was he was dressed very s- suave. I like the way he dresses. Yeah. He's a handsome man. He is. He seems seems slick. From someone who claims to not have that much experience, I think he seemed quite calm and composed, and he seems very focused. That you know, he's quite open in saying he's very into her. So hopefully. Now that she's revealed to the girls that she's interested as well, we can we can ship that, we can pack it up and ship it. Mm. Adam sent in an email. Always sending emails. I, lo- I love getting emails. So um, yeah, Adam was saying he definitely ships them. So yeah, Terrace House TKO on Twitter or Instagram and Terrace House TKO at gmail.com if you want to send in some stuff. Yeah, we read everything. So please, please, please get involved. We uh, we we appreciate. It. Yeah, always, always. And, and one of the biggest talking points this week, certainly with the, the guys I was chatting to, and it seemed like what everyone was talking about generally was Kai's show. And uh, so now let's bring in Binai. Binai Murthy is one of the really uh, integral parts of the English language comedy scene here in Tokyo. He doesn't just organise shows, he also performs and he's a very funny guy. So Binai, let's, uh, let's chat to you now. So um, just before we dive into Kai's performance, could you just give us a quick intro um, to who you are and also tell us a little bit about the comedy scene in Tokyo too? Uh, yeah, my name is Vinay, as uh, Stu said. Uh, I'm American, I've been living in Japan for 18 years and <clears throat> started doing comedy here about, uh, it's embarrassing to say, but like 14 years ago. <laughs> And uh, I think I'm at this point possibly the most veteran English language stand-up in Tokyo, which is extremely depressing to say. Uh, But yeah, so we have a small kind of uh, small supportive scene here compared to other cities where there's a larger English-speaking population, uh, obviously, just because not that many people speak English in Japan. But... Uh, given that, it's become quite a 
fairly vibrant scene in the past couple of years, so it's really picked up. We get a lot of visitors from abroad, professional comedians, some famous people come yeah. by. And, uh, but now do, you've done support for some we, people, haven't you? Throw some names. Yeah, I opened for Hannibal Burris. I opened for uh, Jim Gaffigan. Uh, who you else? Did, you did Aziz Ansari. Oh, yes, yes, I opened for Aziz Ansari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the big ones, I guess. Oh, they're big. They're, uh, there's plenty of other, bigger. like, working comics. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. A bit of a bittersweet for me uh, hosting for Aziz Ansari because I had to say that I was... I could no longer confidently say that I was the funniest Indian American to perform on uh, that stage in Tokyo. Yes, it does seem like there's a like there's a number of small little venues doing stuff. There's a good sort of circuit of people. Um, it was, seems like on social media, there's bits and pieces going on. Um, for the for the yeah, we got like we have scene. we have tons of shows now. Like almost every night, there's a show pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it seems like that. So let's talk about Kai's show. So um, you can reference the one that you went to, and also I know you've seen the episode as well. Um, given your experience and you know your your work as a comedian, what's your professional opinion? Give us give us your review. Well, I mean, <laughs> what can I really say? I think it's I, I think nobody could uh, look at that and be and say with confidence that it was a successful set. Uh, but you have to put it into context too because like a couple things first of all it's an open mic night uh we do we do a couple open mic nights every week and that was one of the weekly open mic nights that he was at and uh and open mic nights are a place for people to try out stuff you know try out stuff that they're not that aren't fully formed uh even you know experienced comedians will try out new stuff there and and bomb a lot. Uh, so, it's, you know, bombing is kind of par for the course at an open mic night. Okay. Uh, but that also said, um, I think that was possibly Kai's first time ever doing stand-up. Uh, it was certainly his first time doing it in Japan. I'm not mm. sure if he's done it back in America or not. Okay, so do you um, feel like there is a possibility that the fact that he's a stand-up comedian could just be part of the character? Yeah. 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 <laughs> when I uh, was looked up on Wikipedia and you know they're listing they have the like, table of the cast and their occupations and it said Kai comedian I was like, "Oh. Okay." <laughs> so it's, uh, and, and yeah, cuz I think we'd have to do our research too, but we might find that if we actually went online, there might not even be any records of him doing any shows anywhere else. And if they've only, if these people have only, if the Tokyo comedy scene has only actually seen Kai at the point in which Terrace House began, maybe it's all a fake. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's something he's like uh, wanting to do. It's like, uh, you know, he's, I think he's into comedy. I think he's interested in it and and possibly it's something he's aspiring to. But I don't think he's like been an active comedian before. Hmm. Um, it, it, that's the impression I got from the, uh, the 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 performance that he did, and yeah, if that was his first show, I mean, sure, it's bombed in terms of the audience reaction, but I think there like there are some positives in terms of just I mean, getting up in front of people is a tricky thing in the first place, but 
you know, for the first time, you know, every, you know, everyone, as you as you mentioned, everyone bombs. You know, everyone has bad nights, and particularly those are yeah. more frequent when you're starting off. Um, could you break us down in terms of just some of the key elements of like comedy performances, like just his presentation, confidence, just the actual jokes that he decided to um, tell, or you know, the actual performance he decided to give? Like, what were the sort of any good bits that you'd say he he, he did well on, or points for improvement? And, you know, what were the bits that you really felt, you know, that, that sort of tripped him up, basically? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, uh, again, it's his first time ever, so you got to, you know, give him a little bit of uh, slack for that, because everyone's, no, no one's amazing when, you know, their first time. But um, mm. but uh, I feel like he, he's got some ideas, but they're not fully fleshed out, Uh like there's something he's trying to say, but he's not communicating it clearly enough to the audience. Um, uh, he did three, I guess, like wh- what they showed in the episode, which I believe was an edited down version. I think his actual set was longer than that um, uh, because it was only like two and a half minutes on the show. And at those open mic nights, we get four to five minutes generally. And I've heard from other people that his set was longer, okay. uh, people who were there. Um, but in what we saw in the episode, he, there were three bits and uh the first was the joke about the dog's day off yeah which i feel like there's a funny idea there but he just kind of like just kind of threw it out there and then just kind of left it but that could possibly have been the editing too i don't know but um i feel like you know what was it uh you know dogs are really lazy so what do they do on their day off you know something like that yeah it, it it there could be something funny to be mined from that idea if you explore it more, but what what there was wasn't enough really. Mm. Um, and then uh, the second, I guess, like kind of main part of his set was uh, the uh, salaryman suicide, <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, uh, when I went, I I saw him at another night, which I think was his second time performing, and he did the same bit basically uh, yeah. that time, um, and. Again, that one, it's, uh, you know, it's tricky dealing with, like, topics that dark and and potentially upsetting to people, because uh, you have to do it in a really deft way. It's not like mm. you can't do those topics, but you have to do it in a way that, like, the audience has to feel that you know what you're doing so that they feel at ease. So if you're confident with it, then you, basically the audience wants to know that you, you're in charge and you know what you're doing. But if it's, if it's muddled and it's confusing and it's also really dark and disturbing, then the audience is just going to be ill at ease, which is, I think, what happened. I love my comedy really, really dark, but it's still yeah. got to be comedy. And I think the thing that's, it's not the problem, the, the topic maybe might have offended some people, but certainly it's just like, it felt the, the payoff yeah, there was no wasn't real constructed. There. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't constructed <laughs> in a way just to sort of allow you to have that release to think it's okay to laugh about that space. It just sort of like, sort of kept, continued on the same level and you weren't sure whether, you know, you weren't sort of guided in terms of what your reaction should be about it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like, it it, it is a starting point. Like there's, the fact that he has a, an opinion about that is a starting point. Like mm. he has, obviously, 
he has an attitude towards uh, the what seems like the dreariness of a salaryman's life, I guess. Hmm. Uh, and that's a starting point, but you need to obviously create something funny. <laughs> I don't know how to say it better than that, but like you need to, you need to, you need to do something to it. Like you need, you need to create something out of it. So it has to be either like a, an unusual take that will, you know, surprise people or, uh, or just some kind of silliness that you've spun out of that. But like, just laying it out there without doing anything to it, uh, especially when it's something that, um, you know, that potentially disturbing to the audience, then it's not gonna, it's not gonna really do anything for them. Yeah. And then the final bit, did like, uh, the sort of final bit of the sort of triptych that we saw, which is nipple. <laughs> that felt, uh, I don't know. Was that supposed to be the light payoff at the end or? Yeah, I, I I could be wrong about this, but I feel like that joke is actually a little bit longer and they might have edited it for the show. So it was missing, I think, something. Okay. I don't I don't really know. Like I think I think all three bits have a similar problem have one problem that's similar, which is that they're they're kind of the start of an idea without being developed. Hmm. Um when Which you is, saw him, you you said you'd seen him maybe on the second or the third time. Did did you notice any progression from what you see in the episode from your your experience, or do you feel like they perhaps were so close together you wouldn't have seen that learning experience? Um. Well, I so I saw him twice, and the the first time I saw him was uh, his second time, so the time after what was shown in the episode, yeah. and he did. Uh, I think roughly the same material. At least he did a long stretch on the salary man stuff. And it wasn't great, but it wasn't as uh as uncomfortable as it was in the set in the episode. Like right. there were some moments of of laughs and there were some thing moments here and there that where he was able to make it funny. Hmm. Um uh so I feel like in that sense there there's possibly some improvement. Um and then the the second time I saw him, which was just last week, uh, he did all different material. And again, it was he's still very, you can tell he's very new, very starting out, still trying to figure out what his voice is. So he was trying something. It was clear he was trying to do something on stage. This He was trying to do something very specific, but I couldn't tell what it was. Uh, right. That sounds very vague, but basically he was doing this like running bit about like how he was depressed. So in the middle of his jokes, he would stop and just kind of like stare off into the distance. And I think he was trying to do this running joke like he was he was getting emotional during his set, but just as an act, right? Yeah. But it didn't really read, so the audience was confused, including myself. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I think his heart is in the right place, and I, and I feel like it's definitely really early in his uh, stand-up career, so uh, it's not like... it's Basically, I think there's nothing to worry about in terms of, like, uh, he, he should just keep doing it, basically. I think he's definitely got something. 
I will say this. Uh, I, I will say uh, on a positive note, like uh, for someone who's just starting out, and especially someone as young as he is, he's 25, um, he, he carries himself confidently on stage. Like he doesn't seem nervous, which is huge. That took me years to be able to like not seem nervous on stage. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. He's like, the way he was holding the mic, he's like, just, you know, even if his jokes weren't landing, you know, you're the, the quick, the easiest thing to do when you're bombing is like your voice goes or you like you less confidence with the microphone. And he just was, you know, seemed very comfortable on stage speaking into the microphone. Um, yes. So, yeah, he's got that down. He just needs the jokes, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that'll happen if he just keeps doing it. I feel like, he, I feel like yeah, like his heart is in the right place and he's, he's got... You know, he's got enough... You can tell he's thinking about it. Like, it's not like... You know, sometimes you just see these people and they go up there and they just like they just think they can just grab the mic and just start verbally masturbating into it. Uh, but it's clear that he's not, he's not just fucking around. Like, he's, he's thinking about it and he's trying to do something. And that's a great place to start. Does he ask you guys for advice? Or does he seem like he really takes it seriously? And uh, what kind of guy is he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know him super well, but like, um, uh, and, you know, I've only met him a handful of times, but uh, 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 he hasn't specifically asked me for advice. Uh, although I, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's asked, uh, you know, PJ, who was the host in that episode, or other people for advice. Um, um, but he hasn't specifically asked me, but... Actually, he introduced himself to me before, you know, the first time I met him, uh, he came up and introduced himself to me because apparently he'd been to shows and seen me perform before and, and, uh, you were and, amazing. Uh, said some, something nice. He said something nice. I don't remember what, <laughs> oh. That's cool. uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, he seems, you know, he seems like he's open to, to, to receiving advice and stuff, but I haven't had that specific conversation with him. Uh, but yeah, I just I've seen him a couple times recently. He was at our last roast battle show too. What sort of one or two tips would you give him as as a stand up starting out in uh, in the scene? Well, basically, what I've said to you guys, like uh, the most important thing is just keep doing it. That's the most important thing. Mm. Um, and then I think specifically, I could sit him down and like go through his bits and tell him what I think is working, what's not working, similar to what I've told you guys. Like while while that you know set on that was on the show may have seemed really uncomfortable, um, it's not something to worry about when it's like you're you're just starting out. I didn't even yeah, think it sure. was that bad. Oh my god! Yeah, I've definitely been at much worse comedy shows uh, than than that one. Yeah, I was expecting it to be worse because of careful. The None of yours, Vinay. <laughs> Mate, I, I worked at Edinburgh Festival for two years on the trot. Like, you saw some oh, awful yeah. stuff there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the, actually, the open mic shows that we do in Tokyo, com compared to what I'm used to in, like, other cities, seeing open mic nights in, like, L.A. or whatever, uh, are actually better than the average. Like, most open mic shows are just a nightmare from start to finish. Hmm. Just, like, a collection of, like like just the most bizarre people like there are some people who seem like they're generally trying to be comedians but gen the most most of the people just seem like weirdos who are there because there anyone can go up and speak on a mic 
for five minutes. <laughs> you're, you're giving um, them a safe space. Yeah, and then there's just a lot of just like, like not exactly what Kai was doing. Like so, Kai 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 was making a little bit of like a a beginner's error of. Uh, there's a little bit of like, oh, this happens to a lot of people when they start out. And I think even myself included, like, uh, there's a tendency to want to, to think that like saying something shocking or edgy, uh, is something to strive for because it gets a reaction. It's an easy way to get a reaction. If you notice something gets a reaction really easily, then you, your brain is just going to automatically want to repeat that kind of thing. You, you, you kind of learn the wrong lesson from that. Mm-mm. Um, because at least that's getting a reaction. Like, mm-hmm. you know, getting a groan is better than getting silence. When you're on stage, silence is the absolute worst thing. It just, it's so miserable. Mm. <laughs> Mostly silence. That's what I'm thinking back on it. <laughs> well, at least, yeah, he was getting some sort of reaction. So uh, hopefully he'll, he'll take something from that. It seems like even if he hasn't, he is completely new. Uh, he seems dedicated, and you know he's around on yeah, he's I around mean, for shows that aren't just Terrace House shows, right? So that gives me a bit more. Comfort. Yeah, I think he'd been coming to shows before he did it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and uh, yeah, he's been to a few of our shows. He's been a few times. Yeah. That's nice to know, Vinay. Um, on that note. If- Please plug any shows. Have you got any shows coming up or uh, any events that you guys are organizing in Tokyo? I mean, we have shows all the time, so it's kind of hard to plug anything specific. But uh, if you want to find out any of our shows, just look up Stand Up Tokyo hmm. uh, on Facebook or just standuptokyo.com. Uh, and we also have Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and we do shows all the time. I'm doing a show tonight, uh, doing a show next week possibly monday tuesday wednesday uh friday <laughs> shit that's a lot You're yeah busy we don't now. have any we don't have like a specific special big show coming up in the very near future but we will have one at some point so basically just stand up tokyo stand up tokyo.com look it up and you can find all our stuff awesome yeah and we'll we'll stick links up on our social media as well so you'll be able to find Vinay really easily uh, and do go to his shows he's a funny guy and um yeah yeah and a handsome man as well which you can't experience on this podcast so you can get involved which is why it's safe to say it <laughs> <laughs> um okay thank you so much Vinay we really appreciate it for you uh, sparing a bit of time and uh yeah hopefully we'll be able to get you back on once uh, Kai's done a few more shows and we can see a bit of improvement yeah yeah Definitely. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Uh, Lovely to speak to you. Good luck with the show tonight Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll speak to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks so much to Vinay for uh, chatting to us and also Masumi for joining from the, uh, from a house party bathroom, uh, fully committed to uh, the recording of the show. No worries. (laughs) All right. So, uh, we had a little chat with Vinay there, but like, have you had any more sort of thoughts about it after we've uh, we spoke to Vinay? Because it was quite an interesting scene, right? Well, I'm really glad that we spoke to Vinay because um, I had said previously that I had received a message from someone that was in the comedy scene as well, uh, being told that his comedy is absolutely awful and he's actually uh, really, he seems like a douche. Hmm. He doesn't seem like a douche at all, right? And Vinay had said he's a nice guy. And yeah, hmm. just... 
I don't think his set sucked that much, to be honest. I don't think it was that bad. And what Vinay said is true. Um, it's an open mic. And it was really good to hear that, yeah, okay, it's a bit, we're a bit skeptical of really how much of a comedian were you, you know? And we need to do our research, see if there's anything of him on the net, internet or whatever. Um, but again, so what? We've shown that there's, there's, there's signs that he's actually dedicated because he has appeared and um, come to things like the roast battle, which I know pretty well because I used to watch that. I used to go and attend as well when that was on. Um, also, it is hilarious to see Gamu So, um, which I went to a couple of times when I was in Tokyo. And also BJ, BJ Fox, the guy that was the MC. Um, he's a comedian and he's got his own show called Home Sweet Tokyo on NHK. And he's actually a really good friend of mine. So that was another thing of like, fuck me. Like, there's another person I know that's on Terrace House. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, good mix. And I think one of the things that just really felt, I felt quite strongly about it was like lots of people, it felt like within the show, particularly Vivi and Hannah were saying, oh, it's the first time I've been to a, a stand-up comedy show. And most people, you know, anyone, think of any, think of your favourite stand-up comedian. If you'd have seen them for their first, second, third probably 10th, 20th, 30th show, they would be bombing all over the place. And even still, good comedians that, you know, are really well drilled in their in their craft still bomb every mm, so often. Yeah. So for that being your first show, for that being your 10th show, it's incredible. I think you're still Absolutely, like really yeah. impressed. I'll tell you what, sorry Vinay, but the first time I ever saw English comedy in Tokyo, it was in Shibuya. And Vinay was on the set and he was the first one. And I thought he was terrible even though he'd been doing the comedy for ages, right? And then, I'm not even joking, within, like, six months or whatever, like, the next time I saw him, he was, like, the funniest guy. And still to this day, Vinay is, I would say, yeah, the funny, like, up there, the funniest guy in Tokyo. And as he mentioned, he's um, done support for really famous comedians, which he wouldn't do if he wasn't outstandingly hilarious. So it just goes to show, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, as Vinay mentioned, just drilling it. It takes practice and, and you get there. And he's already got some really good foundations to work on. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait. So I felt like generally people have been a bit harsh on him, but let's see where he goes with it. Like, Yeah, so harsh. I... <laughs> if anything, we should be talking about his painting, right? Oh my God, that looked like a bloody pocky. It looked like a matcha pocky stick, didn't it? Ruka 2.0. Yeah, no, it was better than Ruka. Come on. Uh, yeah, it was. It was better than Ruka, but it was still, you know. We'll, we'll, I want to see. I've, we haven't seen the finished thing, right? It's just like with his comedy, we can't judge it yet. But it's interesting. I'd, I'd be hiding that one away until I'd uh, touched it up a little bit, rather than have it in the middle of the um, living room. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I like Kai a lot, and I really love the fact that Yo really likes him too. And he definitely didn't bomb that show at all. And Vinay was right where he said that you know there's one thing that's um, one thing that's very commendable is that he's got so much confidence and he's got charisma on stage. So I just really hope after Terry's house, he really does do really well. I think he deserves it. And to know that he's actually a really nice guy as well makes me feel better. And I'm really excited to know that there's been more um times that the 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 show has come to these comedy nights because it means there's going to be more footage and i'm pretty sure there'll be more appearances of people i know as well so it's really cool on a personal level yeah so we're looking forward to seeing some progress so 
You should go. Maybe not where he is wanted to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm go to the show. So I want to have a chat with Vinay and, and catch yeah, him. Please. So um, it'd be good to see some progress and we'll let you guys know how that goes. And then finally, the sort of third um, part of the show, which was kind of one of the biggest, biggest storylines, particularly if you think about what was happening last week, is Rio and Rio and uh, Vivi and then also his explanation as to why nothing's happening. I think you basically nailed it on the head when it cut away to the to the host and she was just like, why is nothing happening? And that's what everyone was thinking. Like, you know, Vivi was putting in all the moves as she was last week. They're in they had their own space, you know, it they were lying they were lying down. Um Vivi was giving giving in the moves, you know, like putting her hand in, you know, what you know when someone says like it's cold like that's a very clear message and he was just like right pop the ac on <laughs> oh my god when are oh, you staying up late yeah i'm finding it hard to sleep still mm. okay well i'm gonna watch a film like you know doesn't even say do you want to join it was so weird mm. yeah so we did a Twitter poll just to ask people what they thought was going on last week. And we asked whether that he was just not into Vivi, if he was shy, or he just had no game. And everyone was just saying that he had no game. That was by far the um, most popular answer. And I kind of think that's still a bit true. I mean, maybe three of them, maybe not the Vivi thing, but like maybe the other two, he's a bit shy, he's got no game. But I felt like we didn't get the full explanation even even when Emika confronted him, you know, I think he's maybe he's just trying to look like a nice guy. But I think he sort of like when he was explaining to her, he was showing his workings, but it didn't even get to the answer, the full explanation. Fair enough if you're not interested in Hannah. Um, fair enough if um, you know he's into Vivi but concerned about Hollywood. But w- wouldn't it be just so much easier just to sort of talk about this? I was pissed off when Emika asked him straight away as soon as he walked in like hi can I talk to you like why couldn't she just do it in random conversation you know I just want to make that comment I thought it was so awful I was just like wow but yeah I believe I I felt that was really honest but then it goes against me because as as I'm the sort of person that I'm just like you never know what's going to happen just if you both feel like that's something you want to do and explore just enjoy the moment and respect the connection and work with it and who cares about the future but he's so protective right of himself and yeah I completely understand it too but what would you do in your situation if you like someone and they like you back wouldn't you just go for it irrespective yeah I mean maybe there's there's a certain element of fear there you know he's saying that basketball comes first so as long as he like puts barriers up against anything else then it means that he doesn't have to, um, you know, it doesn't complicate the situation. But if, if yeah, if he feels that way, and Vivi obviously clearly feels that way, it would be a bit more interesting for us as viewers to to, to get involved. Mm. And I just think it's unfair that he hasn't, well, maybe he has voiced this with Vivi. It seems like he hasn't, but um, it just seems a bit unfair not to be as open. It's very, he, he's obviously clearly thought it through, so there is an answer in his mind. It's just he hasn't communicated it with the other person who's, um, you know, making her feelings very clear. Do you think he should also talk to Hannah? Yeah, he totally should talk to both of them. Yeah. 
I think so too, actually. You know? Because I think it's obvious. Fair enough. It's, it would be, it's obvious they both like him. Yeah, it's just like you're all living together. It's not like you can escape these things. I mean, the way he explained it before was saying like, yeah, usually what he was saying basically was she just ghosts people, which obviously isn't the, the best behaviour, but it is one strategy. And that's just not possible when you live in a house with them. And so unless he's planning on leaving... Uh, or they're planning on leaving they he's gonna have to sort of maybe have an awkward conversation like you know he's he's even said to her like telling the truth will hurt hannah but obviously you know that's actually what she'll want in the long run so he just needs to go through with it basically it's gonna be an interesting episode yeah we'll have to see oh did you did you manage to try the glass trick with anyone this week uh no i haven't actually found anyone that i uh and i was just honest, i don't pick up guys in bars do you yeah, you don't have to do it. You don't have to actually pick them up. I just want to see. I just wanted to see if people would, if you notice people's glasses moving to you, if you could tell they're interested in you, the glasses thing. You don't have to like go go through with it. Okay, I will do that next time. Sorry, I wasn't so clued up on the uh, on the on the plan. I will do that. I promise. Yeah, I, I'm not sure anyone tried it else, but yeah. If you're out there, give it a go this week. No, I think like a few people got back to us, but saying they they'd had no luck. So, someone's got to try it out with some success, hopefully. What they had no luck? Oh, that's tragic. No, they um, they didn't get a chance to do it, rather than actually like get get rejected. Oh, okay, that's good. We don't want any Terrace House fans to be rejected. Exactly. Although Terrace House as a the agenda of hook, getting couples to hook up, it's doing a terrible job. What in the show? Yeah, it's like no Love Island, is it? Bloody hell! Not that I even watch Love Island, but you know, it's meant that's the 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 whole gist of it, right? Get people together. Yeah, it's really slow, and and they're even getting excited about. Oh, looks like this might be three couples happening. There's very loosely three couples happening. I mean. Topaz and Emeka seems pretty good, but, you know, you just can't trust it. As you say, it's still 50-50 despite them saying they like each other. And then, I don't know, Kai and Hannah are just, like, talking about going on a date. And then Vivian, Rio, you know, sure, she's into him, but he's saying he's it's a no-go for him. So, yeah, the hosts are getting excited about fairly slim chances, it seems, which is, yeah, it indicates what the show's been like this year. Absolutely. All right, have you got any other business before we do our picks and our dicks? No, you. All right, so who are you going for? Can I do dick first, please? Do it. I'm kind of finding Hannah a little bit annoying. Mm, yeah, I see what you mean. Mm, but, mm, yeah, I just... The, the whole creeping, spying, that was annoying, but <laughs> I'm not going to say that she's a dick. I think for me, Emika might be. This is a harsh thing to say, but I get the feeling like a date with her would kind of be pretty dry. Yeah, she's just nice to look at. She doesn't really talk about very much. I, I, but I love the fact that she's kind of a bit dry with Topaz. And she's like, oh, he must, they must think that I look so different on Instagram. Yeah, she's certainly very concerned about how people view her. Yeah. Agreed. I'd say Emika, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like... I didn't like the way that she just... 
it was meant to be discreet. Hannah and Emma, they're like, oh, if you want to ask him, yeah. And I was expecting fully for it to be like another random time that she was ever together with Rio. But she just literally just went in there and asked. Um, okay, I'm going to go for Rio as my dick just for not just coming out um, and just saying it, like sort of messing around a bit rather than, you know, sort of having this idea and a plan in his head that he just haven't voiced with the others, which seems a bit unfair. Okay. And my pick is going to be maybe Top Gun and Emeka just on the date, just, you know, just keeping us constant. They're, they're the steady ballast, so... Um, yeah just shout out to them for just keeping things kind of chill I mean they're not the most exciting couple but they're just like a nice sort of uh, a bit of bit of relaxation with the chaos I'm that's interesting I wouldn't choose to be honest that um, I would say my pick is Kai yeah strong why are you picking him put himself out there self-awareness knew he was a bit hard on himself knew he sucked um yeah i just just want to he put himself out there and i think that's really cool and i like the way that he's just kind of staying um out of things and just keeping his head down and i really like the way that he has has also um made hannah happy by asking her on a date to trampoland Oh, yeah, he locked in a date as well. Yeah, he had a good episode, despite the fact he got a bit of a roasting from the guys. I think overall, we saw a bit more of him, and he did a good job. Yeah, for sure. I was happy. I think he's great. I can't wait to see more of him. All right. All right, well, we'll get down to a show at some point, so um, we'll we'll work out with Vinay and uh, sort out when we can see him properly. Yay. Cool. All right, thanks so much, um for listening guys thanks so much to Vinay for getting involved and thanks Masumi it's been nice talking to you thanks Vinay lots of love have you a good night's sleep take care bye 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 bye